History Notes. Welcome to History Notes, a product of the Education Department of the Greensboro History Museum. History Notes reports on the people, places, monuments, and events that have shaped our society. Sometimes we examine what has occurred long ago, and at times we look at history happening now. Grab a pad, a pen, or a digital device and get engaged with History Notes. Welcome to History Notes, a product of the Education Department of the Greensboro History Museum. I'm your host, Rodney Dawson, Curator of Education at said museum, and this is our latest edition of History Notes. We've talked to committee directors and educators, civil rights leaders uh, from history long ago to history happening now. Today uh, is going to be a fun day. I'm talking to uh, three gentlemen that I've worked with in the past who do wonderful work. They're all associate producers at the Greensboro Television Network. Is that correct? I'm a senior producer, technically. Senior producer, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we have uh, Carlos Castellanos, uh, Joshua Johnson, and Devin Smith joining us here on History Notes, producers at the Greensboro Television Network. Yes, That's right. Uh, do you ever get, um, what is that? All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Is well, it, and it, it was known originally as Channel 13. So. Right. We were Channel 13 because we were strictly on Time Warner at the time, and right. we were just Channel 13. So okay. we, we still get that now, and so we're like, it's Greensboro Television yeah. Network now. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody remembers anything <laughs> past, uh, I don't know, 2015 or whatever. Right. It's like 20, yeah. Channel 13. That's Channel 13. And, and that, that's how I remember it, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is it common for a city to have a television network? Yeah, uh, typically. Um, uh, bigger cities, usually, they have more... Uh, like a government channel or something like that to provide sort of that mm-hmm. outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm talking to senior producer Carlos <laughs> yeah. Castellanos. <laughs> so, so like Durham has one, Winston has one, Charlotte has one, uh, High Point, they just started theirs not too long ago, right? So you kind of get that pattern of, uh, Bigger, more known mm-hmm. cities are more likely to have a, a channel that is separate from the public access and the government access because sometimes in some places those are kind of lumped in together where mm-hmm. here it's it's different yeah All right, well, let me ask you joshua how do you get your money <laughs> well <laughs> i show up for work every day yeah. <laughs> early and stay late <laughs> that's the story of my life well how does the station how is it funded how is that's carlos i'm gonna Ask the senior producer to back me up on that because. Uh... <laughs> well, I believe the uh, the station is funded through. Um, uh, I want to say it's, state grants and also um, it's general the peg, fund. It's the peg channel. It's it, yeah. Peg the three peg so channels are the public, public access, education, education channel, channels. and the government channel. And so, and that funding comes from at least for this area that came from what is now Spectrum, but Time mm-hmm. Warner started that, so I'm pretty sure they they. They fund it now still. Right. So I've heard that uh, a certain percentage of uh, the uh, citizens that pay for Spectrum, they peel off a little bit of that money to fund GTN. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. When I got in this business, I was with Time Warner. And so it was – and this is – I don't know if this is the way it is now, but back in the day when the Time Warner Cable or a cable company negotiated their franchise locally, that was part of their franchise negotiation. So – Okay. I'm assuming that it still exists right. in Makes that sense. way somehow, yeah. All right, let me go over to uh, Devin. Devin's to my left. Devin, I know a little bit about it. I know you're an Aggie. <laughs> Aggie we're, Pride. We're both yes, Aggie sir. Pride. Yeah. Um, but what what got you in this business? So uh, I actually remember when I was in about the sixth grade, uh, we we had a the, – the high school that I ended up going to had a TV program 
where you could learn about broadcasting and, and things like that. And so my older brother and sister were in that class. My mom went to a teacher parent conference. Uh, and like I said, when I was in the sixth grade, I went with her and going to it, I got to see the cameras and they had an old switcher and things like that. Uh, diff- just different tools that we get to use today. Um, and I decided when I was in the sixth grade that I wanted to do TV. Uh, that changed along the path through seventh and eighth grade. I went through a phase where I wanted to be a lawyer and things like that. But once I came back to that high school, um, it just clicked again. It was like, yeah, uh, it's TV. And so that's what I went to school for. And, and here I am. Uh, and, and you all are good on camera and behind the camera. Uh, so, Josh, I'm going to ask you, you. Um, how does that <laughs> – did you know you were going to have to be talented on both sides before you got into this? Yeah. I, honestly, it was it was a matter of reaching the goal. Like I, I started out interested in theater, um, and then I realized very shortly after I started training and trying to get into the business that I enjoyed eating regularly. So I was going to have to <laughs> find another path. <laughs> right. um, so it did benefit me. Um, I think one of the first things I did when I started with GTN is uh, Carlos tapped me to be in one of his PSAs. So yeah. yeah. It's definitely helpful, um, but it's not, you know, it's not something that I think you you have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be in production. I need to be able to act or do voiceovers, mm-hmm. it's, you know. Well, that depends on the business you go in. Now, because of the way things are, especially starting out, you don't get a cameraman or something like that. So True. in traditional news, outside of, of how we work in our position, you do have to kind of like it as a it's more so if you want to be a reporter you have to learn what we do and not the other way around if that makes sense and Mm -hmm. i've seen that too what about you carlo well um like i've always been interested in film so on tmcg's film program and while i was there i took an internship with at the time channel 13 gtn now and um uh, you know uh, as i grew there i there was a roster position that opened up so i joined that then there was a part-time position that opened up eventually later after I had been gone for a couple of years. So I came back and, and took that and uh, just kind of been with it ever since. And and I think the the one thing that probably impressed me most about um, the city of Greensboro's channel is the uh, the, the the equipment is top mm-hmm. of the line, okay. and our productions are um, you know broadcast quality. So uh, that was one thing that you know we've always strived for was just to make sure that everything looks good. And you guys don't take credit either. I'm still getting credit yeah. off Dave's chicken and wild. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but okay, I want to break into this industry. What kind of education do I need uh, you, to I work mean, for GTN? I say. Yeah, you need, you need some kind of a background in uh, film and television. Collegiately or? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, our, our positions are yeah collegiately. And okay. so, uh, I believe UNCG now has a little more of a television side of things. When you were going to school there, they mainly had. May only have had film. A and T does a. They pretty much do a news focused mm-hmm. um, uh, program will, that will teach you either in front of the camera, behind the camera, or print journalism. So, just in that realm, will will get you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I work with a lot of interns from uh, broadcast journalism with uh, Miss Gail Wiggins. Yes, yes. So we got a Spartan over here. Mm-hmm. Two Spartans. Two Spartans. Two Spartans. Spartan in the middle. I was about to come yeah. and say an ask you. <laughs> yep. So for fight, well, be even. 
Carlos is going to be carrying the weight. Yeah. I'm saying two eggs and two spoils. I thought you were going to be outnumbered for a second. No, no. But uh, <laughs> at least not in this room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm going to take a break after this question. But, you know, I know you from, we met with Dame's Chicken and Waffles. We did a segment for Juneteenth um, mm-hmm. in 2020, and it was phenomenal. Everybody was, has still talked about it, and Dames was very, very pleased with it. But I met Rosemary, and still working with Rosemary to this day. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the virtual exhibit we have for uh, Pieces of Now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Working out something with GCS schools, with their middle schools. They're oh, all signing cool. up for virtual tours, and Rosemary was instrumental in hooking that yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's some others out there that you work with, uh, and I want you to talk to talk to us about uh, um, the director and some of the other folks that work in your department. Um, so David Brown is our station manager, um, and it's, you know, it's him and then us three. So, you know, our Mm -hmm. staff isn't big, but it is Mm -hmm. compared to other city channels Mm -hmm. like ours. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, we work with Rosemary on a regular basis. And, um, I mean, typically most of our shows are just, uh, they come up from different departments, department heads want, you know, this or that, or or somebody Mm -hmm. in there in their office is usually pretty instrumental with working with, and they can do voiceovers or be on camera and that kind of thing. To my city department. City department, right. correct. Yeah. 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 What are some of the shows? I know we have one Greensboro with Maria Hicks View. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also, Rosemary has a couple of shows that Carlos produces. This is Greensboro. I produce Gate City Flavor and Gate City Insider, which one's more of like a, a business, uh, economic development um, type of show. And then the other one's about food that's going on around the city. Uh, and then, so we, yeah, we, we have some, some other shows too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got, uh, I'm doing a show with the science center called inside discovery. So we are just kind of behind the scenes, look at what's going on at the science center. Um, and then I do a lot with parks and rec. I work with Mikey Romano and crystal Jones on kind of a fun, uh, parks and rec eco, eco venture mm-hmm. um, show. So it's. It's good. Parks and Recs, they're fun. They are. They are indeed. <laughs> they are yeah. indeed. And then, of course, we have our weekly show, FYI Weekly, that we work right. with our yeah. communications and marketing director, Carla Banks. So. Yeah. Okay. And, and then, I'm, jump, I'm jumping. Go ahead. Oh, no. That's I'm jumping sick. the gun, but I have uh, direct TV. So whenever something comes on that's on Spectrum, I have to ask you guys to send me a link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that are in a similar situation, how can you... Where can you go to find out where these programs can be viewed, when and where, when and how? And so uh, David Brown, who Carlos just mentioned, worked tirelessly about a year or so ago (laughs) um, on getting us on Roku because we did recognize that people were what they say – uh, cutting the cord or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people are moving away from cable. So we had to figure out different ways to, to reach them. And one of those ways uh, was getting us on Roku. So okay. we do live stream to our website and then we also stream our channel on Roku. So if you uh, have a Roku, you just add Greensboro Television Network to your uh, profile as a the, the different channels that you can add. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're right there. You can go straight to our channel. Or you can always, uh, you know, look at our, our videos on YouTube or, yeah. like I said, stream it from the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, when I come back, I want to talk about the podcast. Okay. I want to talk about what's on the horizon and uh, some of your favorite things that you've done in the past. Is that okay? Yeah. Sounds good. Absolutely. All right. I'm here with Carlos Castellanos. Like I say your name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Very good. I've been calling you Joshua, but it's Josh. Josh is Josh fine. Johnson yes. and Devin Smith. Uh, from GTN, and this is Rodney Dawson on History Notes, and we'll return momentarily.
You've been listening to History Notes, a product of the Education Department of the Greensboro History Museum. To learn more about this podcast and many more, visit our website at www.greensborohistory.org. Now let's listen in to History Notes. Welcome back. This is History Notes. Rodney Dawson, Curator of Education at the Greensboro History Museum. And we're privileged to talk to three associate, three, two associate producers and one senior producer. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Carlos Castellanos, Josh, John, Josh Johnson, and Devin Smith. Um, collectively, how long? Well, let me ask. How long? Just give me the, the, the number. How many years you've been with GTN? Devin? Five years. Josh? Seven years. Um, I'll say around 14 years. 14? Yeah, okay. it, it, there, was a, there was a minor gap like I mentioned earlier. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so with that being said, um, what's an average, I'm going to go to you, senior producer, what's an average day look like? Um, most most time busy. If I'm not shooting, I'm editing, um, or scripting, or, I mean, you know, we we each get assigned videos, and we, um, you know, that, that's it. That's We go go to work, and... And a lot of times we have more than one in production and a lot of times we have more than one deadline. So we're always mm-hmm. trying to, you know, just hurry up and get stuff done. Now, I, I, you did a wonderful job on Holocaust education that we did for. Uh, I really enjoyed series. working on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got you also are chronicling that that whole experience. Uh, if we didn't know, they are developing a monument called Women of the Shoah mm-hmm. uh, that will be in LaBauer Park, uh, in Carolyn's Garden part of LaBauer Park. And it will be the only and first uh, monument. Uh, honoring the women that uh, died during the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it'd be the first and only in the state of North Carolina. And they're in the planning stages, going to be working with some students at UNCG. Uh, but we had a webinar. We partnered with them and did a webinar series. And uh, we wanted to show what it was like in studio and didn't want to take the chance of trying it live on the webinar. So Carlos and um, Rosemary's doing that feature on it, but Carlos mm-hmm. put together a nice uh, production piece that they have on their website as well. Yes. Uh, so it, it just remarked about, I call you guys the hidden jewel. So I'm imagining Thanks, I, I had to, <laughs> I had to go on the website and fill out the form to request yeah. mm-hmm. that you guys come out. Yeah. How many forms do you get? Wow. <laughs> In a week. We, actually, we as associates, producers or producers are not privy to the actual <laughs> number of forms. These guys know, and they probably keep the actual number away right. from us so we don't panic. Well, that's, definitely, <laughs> that's definitely a station manager uh, decision. But I mean, it, yeah, I mean, you know, we can't do them all. Mm-hmm. So we have to, you know, be selective on what jobs we take. Okay. It, it makes sense. Makes sense. So what's the average day like for you, Josh? I, there aren't many average days, which is one of the things I love <laughs> mm-hmm. about the job. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that we do regularly, regularly scheduled productions. But uh, yeah, like Carlos said, there's programming the channel. And then um, I may have some editing to do. Devin will pop in and say, hey, I need you to do a voiceover for this. And then, you know, sometimes the CMO's office says, hey, we need to shoot this with the uh, city manager. He's got to make a statement on this. Mm. We've got... Uh, you know, editing to do, shooting to do. Some days are in the field. Some days are, you know, two and three hours of production. So it's, uh, it's, it's wonderful because yeah. it's not average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It makes sense. So for your, for your, for this industry, as it pertains to Greensboro, you guys are the content experts. You don't have to name any names, but do you ever have any conflicts or clashes with someone that you're filming a project or working on a project? And they're saying or wanting, wanting, expecting something that is just not right or you can't do. 
yeah. I mean, we, we sometimes do. we do. Uh, mostly, it's um, it, some, we'll get somebody who has maybe a grand idea, and mm-hmm. we have to sort of reel them in and be like, "This is what we can do," you know. And then we have people who are like, "I want this, this, and this done," and then our hands off and just don't want to, like, yeah. like get it, yeah, get it. Yeah. You get it done. And it's like, well, I got a question for you. Well, I mean, it's your job to do the video, but it's like, mm-hmm. well, I need you to sort of be involved in that. So I mean, you know, but most of the time, I mean, you know, every client I have is. is you able to work it out. Good. Yeah, able to work it out. Yeah. yeah. How do, part, how yeah. Do, how diverse is your program? Um pretty I mean and is that a goal? Uh like the the programming itself is is going to be about the city of Greensboro. It's going to be good news about Greensboro like that. And if you mean like um diverse is in uh demographics, demographics and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We we try we strive to to be very diverse in that regard. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you'll you'll definitely see that from the videos that we produce. Okay. Yeah. Is I there, don't think it's a I don't think it's a I think it just organically happens. I mean, Carlos has a is it Hispanic or Latin? Cuz I know there's a um, Hispanic is fine. So a Hispanic background, a black background with me, and then Josh has a white background. So I don't think that, I think that just diversity is something that, uh, naturally happens between all of us having, uh, having like minds and just trying to make sure that we, you know, we don't favor any other, like any type of, whether mm-hmm. it's race, religion, creed, whatever it is, you know, we're just trying to be open to all people just, you know. Mm-hmm. Look at our station and the way that it looks, and our mm-hmm. channel reflects that too. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, um, and so, I, uh, what was the, is there any, ever a time when something is happening, and you go to the station manager and say, "We need to cover this." I'm thinking of like the demonstrations from this past summer, or when the city had the resolution for the 79 massacres. Is there any any time you go to them and say, "This is news. We need to do something." Not necessarily. I mean, we we definitely share ideas and bring things yeah, up. Yeah. And I mean, it's um, again because we're the city station. Mm-hmm. We're not a news station. We don't go get right. stories. Um, we try to you know if there's a demonstration that the city sponsored, we'll get that. If it's just a demonstration that just popped up, chances are we won't. Because gotcha. another thing too is we don't turn news around quickly either. Mm. So um, you know, by the time we would get it turned around, it might not be relevant anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Devin, in your, I've forgotten already, I forgot. You didn't say two years. You said four years? Uh, five, five years. Five years. Yeah, it'll, it, well, technically four and some change. Four five years change. will be in there. <laughs> 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 looking, looking at his watch. Yeah, I, I'm trying to see the date. You know? and, <laughs> and it's a Seiko watch at that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> He's got an up-to-date watch. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, I'm telling too many jokes. I forgot my question. <laughs> what's been a, in your five years? What's been a favorite project? What's give me two things that um have pop up in your mind? These are favorites and why? Um, that's a tough one, actually. Uh, I'll say one of one of my favorite projects that I that I did was it, it turned into a couple of projects. Um, what's called Zoning Man. Uh, and as painful as it was, because I mean, zoning is one of those things that is just, it's, it's hard to learn unless you're <laughs> interested into it. But, uh, it, the, the project itself turned out to be wonderful. It was really, uh, it was one of the chances that I got to be a lot more creative. We ended up creating a Superman costume that, uh, that I, I think planning really took the handcuffs off the budget that they were willing to, to, 
uh, spin. So we, like I said, we got uh, actors and we got uh, mm. costumes and, and, you know, we really went all out. Uh, I got help from both of, of my coworkers on, on those projects. Uh, but then I also like to do stuff uh, like that we recently did. I worked with the Human Rights Department, who just recently changed their name. But uh, the Human Rights Department, we put together, and it was it was really quick, really easy, but it, and it was simple, but it, it packed a powerful message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they started a, uh, a campaign called Keep Greensboro Warm. And it was just uh, to talk to the landlords and things that we have going on to, to try their hardest uh, and and as well as uh, tenants to try their best to keep people indoors during this pandemic and during this winter, uh, which I guess is really relevant here in, in this month where we're getting a lot of cold weather. Absolutely. And coincidentally, we're doing a webinar series with the Human Rights Department. I'm not sure when this will air. So if it's before it airs, you can check it out on the archives. But we're doing a webinar series in April, the first three Tuesdays in April with with human rights. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two of your favorite pro- projects, Josh. Uh, well, I mean, I, I really have enjoyed everything that I've done. One of the, one of them that I had a lot of fun with that I did some time ago, but it was a quick little PSA for the loose leaf, uh, collection. What is that? Uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) field ops comes around and collects, you know, your, your leaves that fall. Mm -hmm. Um, and so. I kind of it was close to Halloween when I got assigned it, so I went with uh, you know this whole black and white uh, captured footage, used footage from like super old fifties, uh, thirties horror films, um, and did the real you know uh, epic dramatic fifties mm-hmm. voice. It was just a lot of fun. It all came together very quickly, and we still run that thing now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before you go yeah. to your second one, where does that creativity come from? I noticed I have y'all no have clue, subtle. <laughs> it just, yeah. You have to have a feel for it. Like, you know the temperament of the project you did for me, so you had a certain music that mm-hmm. kind of fit the theme. When you all did the uh, Juneteenth, no, I didn't have to tell you to put the colors in there and the, right. the taglines and whatnot. And you're already talking about the, there's a certain creativity you got to you have to have. There is. Um, and so is when you're bringing somebody, the time comes to bring somebody in new in, and don't forget your second favorite project. Okay. Do you look for that? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 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 How yeah. do you know you have it? Look at someone's past work. If someone's applying for a job, how do you know you you got someone that has that creativity and is technically sound? That I mean that helps as a you know if somebody has a a reel of some kind of work they've done or because you can sort of see the creativity in that. But I mean, um, yeah, I guess it's just, I mean, most of the time it just comes organically and you just kind of, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times for me, especially like it, like I'll get assigned a project and I'll be thinking about it all week. And then (laughs) on Sunday I'll be like, that's it. Like that, that's what I'm going to do on Monday. I'm coming in and I'm doing that. And like, you know, I mean, really it just, it, it takes a little spark and you know, and And it doesn't always come that easy for me anyway. Sometimes I'm, it takes a while yeah. to mm-hmm. figure out, you know, what's the angle of this going to be and how am I going to present this? And I just got lucky on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you spend a lot of time in stores just walking around seeing random stuff that other people won't pay attention to because, you know, an idea might come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Robert, Robert, our exhibit designer, walks into Home Depot or Lowe's and like, ah, oh, that's it right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I see some lumber and be like, I know what I'll do. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. what's your, Josh, what's your second favorite? So the second one, I mean, I love them all. I really enjoy all the productions that I do. I, I really enjoy EcoVenture with uh, Mikey Romano. He is mm. the um, he is the environmental education uh, director for Parks and Rec. Okay. So he is, you know, he's um, 
God, what's the guy's name? I'm forgetting his name. Steve Irwin. Yeah. He's a Steve Irwin guy. Like he's got a bus full of snakes and lizards. Mm. And um, just to give you an example, he's a great guy. We were out this past spring shooting at Bicentennial Park. And and the show was about poll- pollinization, about, you know, mm. fl- flowers and whatnot coming up. Um, I do an intro or we, we did a break. I'm supposed to swing the camera back to him. Mikey's already in the creek over there dragging a snapping turtle out of the, out of the weeds just because he saw it, just so wow. he could show it to everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> working with him and Crystal Jones are uh, it's it's always an adventure. So and the show's a lot of fun. So right. I just have it's a fun shoot with those guys. I'm, I'm glad you're plugging it so people uh, know to check it out more. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're looking to start up again. We had a little bit of a hiatus, but okay. uh, it should come back fairly soon. So it's a lot of fun. All of them though. Yeah, are, are great fun. Sounds mm-hmm. like it, Carlos. Can you give me two? Uh, one, one, especially when I, you know, kind of when I was first starting, uh, one of my favorite videos to work on was the Voices of the City video for the uh, History Museum. Okay, um, that was a lot of fun because I got to record all the voices. I think they're still most of them mm-hmm. still in there. You can play yeah. them, and I got to to do it in sort of a um, Ken Burns documentary style, where mm-hmm. you know the pictures are turned pictures into three D layers, and that was a lot of fun. And actually, I got a Telly Award for that one. So that was good. Okay. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, like Josh, said, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of videos. Another w- big one I really liked working on was the Hillside video for the Hillside House. And that was kind of like a four year project where we, you know, um, <laughs> anybody who's familiar with it, you know, they they started off on hoarders and the uh, the guys that moved in, cleaned it up, fixed it up. I followed the whole process. About four years later, we finished a whole, um, you know, 40 minute documentary and that sort of. And that was. Another Telly Award winner, so that was fun. Okay. And uh, yeah. one more uh, additional. I love, I, love how, I love how he slid in his multiple awards. <laughs> well, actually, all of us have them. All of us have awards. They just—they're just being, you know, more okay. humble than I am. But the last one is uh, there, there was a time there where I was doing one or two vi- videos for Water Resources, and I would uh, uh, get Josh oh, to yes. act in all of them. Yeah, and that was uh, a lot of those fun. are the like if you want to see some fun videos, if you want to see Josh in some fun videos, check out our Water Resources <laughs> spot. I'm, yeah. It's kind of like you know I'll, I'll get an idea and I'll be like, all right, let me just let me just see where when Josh will say no and just. Keep throwing them in there. <laughs> oh, man, I've never said no. Yeah. That was that first lot of fun. video when I started. Mm. When I started the job, he's like, "All right, I need you to be a cowboy. It's going to be a plastic bag, and I need you to do like a Clint Eastwood." He did a Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "I'm in the right place." Yep. Yeah, and then the uh, and then the uh, the, the the guy storm. pouring the stuff. Yeah. Down oh yeah, the drain. Play, Little, play uh, the... what's that guy's name? The uh... The evil cartoon villain. And then you're the grass man, too. Is a yeah. Grass co- yeah. It's, it's fun. <laughs> so um, last thing, and it, you, t- you already told me this might be a more difficult question. You're driving home, and not everybody has to answer. Whomever think you're driving home, what makes you say today was a good day? Well, I mean, I'll go. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I'll bite the bullet, okay? <laughs> um, so... There are, there are just moments and I'll describe one where, you know, you just do something and regardless of who hears it or who sees it or who, who knows about it, you just really feel good about, about doing it. And I'll give you an example. Josh was working on a, uh, on a project and it was kind of disco themed and, uh, and, and he had this vision, right? And he was like, I, I, uh, 
the the whole thing was about uh, staying alive in construction mm-hmm. zones. And you remember the song? Ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, mm-hmm. ha, John <laughs> and so um, and so he was like, I really want this like, you know, a play on words for this. And I want people to, to hear it and feel it because. You know, you always want to put something in that somebody can recognize mm-hmm. because it'll it'll draw them to it. And I said, well, let me see what I can do for you. And and so I ended up putting some vocals down on a track for him that I think, uh, I hope he feels like it, it took the project to the next level. Uh, definitely. And, uh, and yes. when you do things like that, which it, it happens from time to time, you just drive home and you feel like, you know, I really yeah. accomplished something that day. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the same thing. I mean, I. Lots of times it's when a lot of parts come together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the show that you mentioned that I do with Maria, uh, mm-hmm. Juan Greensboro, lots of times um, that show is recorded, you know, in bits and pieces over different days. Um, but when it comes together and it goes out and then we hear from, you know, the folks that we've had on the show and they're like, you know, the interview was great, and but I didn't really know how it was going to be. But I saw the show mm-hmm. and it it's fantastic. It means a lot. It's, right. It says a lot. It puts out what we want to say about mm-hmm. ourselves and about the things that we're recognizing. So when that happens, it's it's been a good day. Yeah. yeah. You guys do great work. And I'll be calling on you again for the interview. <laughs> just, just fill out I, that I form. To, you got to fill out that form. I right? know. I took him. I tried to take him out to eat. You wouldn't take the food. <laughs> <laughs> Devin took it with no problem. Carlos wasn't there. <laughs> I would have taken it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, but, uh, what's a good day for you, Carlos? Um, like one thing I think Josh sort of touched on earlier was that mm-hmm. uh, our, our job is diverse in what we do. A lot of different uh Every day could be different. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some of the some of the things that I really um, just absolutely enjoy is, is uh, some of the interviews and things like that. Like we get talked to, for instance, like you brought up earlier, the uh, the Holocaust sculpture that's going to be mm-hmm. built. Um, I, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but remember we we were shooting Victoria Mills, not, not Victoria, but the uh, the other lady we shot that um, Shelly Weiner. Shelly Weiner, yes. Uh-huh. And we were just like, can you just give us like a five minute interview? She gave us thirty five minute story, mm-hmm. but I mean, like n- we were just all entranced yeah. by that um and just, a, just, for those that don't know i'm sorry she's a sure. holocaust survivor yeah. mm-hmm. that lived in a, a ditch in the ground and lived on top of a barn for like eight months hiding from the nazis uh during world yeah. war ii and uh, she's traveled mm-hmm. i know traveled the state teaching holocaust education but she's involved in the project as well Go and, ahead, she, and she was willing to just you know sit mm-hmm. down and tell us her story and then that was amazing and i had a similar experience with um uh, this one lady who was a Rosie the Riveter, um, that, and you know, just stuff like that. Just, yeah. just being able to get out and, um, you know, just, just hear firsthand from, from people with a lot of experience. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's that, that's the kind of stuff that you're just like, man, I'm glad I work here. Well, that's good. That's good. And better as a, uh, and every day with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Good job. That's why you're the senior producer, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I get to work with Rodney. Yeah. Yeah. Quit on the drop. Yeah. Uh, GreensboroHistory.org, uh, you can check out our webinars and what he's talking about. We did a webinar with uh, Shelly Weiner. She mm-hmm. was part of the panel and um, uh, beautiful story, beautiful woman. And uh, we even turned that into a podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. Some of the footage that you sent. Absolutely. So as a matter of fact, uh, some footage, we got a couple things coming out. I told you about the Save the, what is it, uh, 450 and Change documentary, mm-hmm, yeah. but we're using some of the footage that Carlos shot from the recent MLK um, virtual breakfast. Uh, some of those interviews for a project called Hidden Heroes. It's about the women behind the sit-in movement. And so I got a trailer. I need to send it to you all okay. so you yeah. can so you can check it cool. out for me. Absolutely, yeah, be good. 
but it's been great. Uh, quickly, Josh, tell me what's on the horizon for GTN. Oh man. Um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, <laughs> I got, uh, I'm working with, uh, Ryan Deal to put, uh, some new programming together for the cultural center okay. and, uh, you know, again, bringing EcoVenture back. Um, I also, I'm going to work with, uh, field ops. I was working with Tori Carley for a while doing a segment called trash talk about recycling. Um, and we're going to probably, I'm going to recycle that into a new <laughs> segment. <laughs> and, but that's just, that's just my productions. I mean, as far as GTN as a whole, I might want to, I might send that over to the senior producer. Yeah, just, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, <laughs> keep watching. And uh, I forgot to mention it. Um, Shamelessly plugging our old podcast. podcast. There you go. <laughs> yes. podcast. Um, I almost made that one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah, it I is one that, of my favorite I things love doing to the do. Podcast. It is. It is absolutely one of my favorite things to do. But um, that's something to to keep on the horizon too. You can get it on uh, pretty much any streaming. Uh, Tell us the name. So the the name of it is Talk City Greensboro. Greensboro. And uh you can get that on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Um I believe it's on SoundCloud, <laughs> iHeartRadio. The only place that you might not be able to get it is some of the bigger streaming services like Spotify, uh, Tidal. But, I mean, if you've got an iPhone, you just go to your podcast app, type in Talk City Greensboro, and it'll pop right up for you. And and may have to cut this part at the end, but I'm going to ask it on air anyway. Um. My, I got a call from Shirley. I think I told Josh. I got a call from Shirley Fry talking about yeah. she saw the YouTube video, thought it was fantastic of Talk City Greensboro, mm-hmm. and thought it was fantastic. Uh, when I sent the link to my coworkers, I started getting all these emails. Man, this was great. This was exactly what this exhibit was built to do. And they wanted me to ask if we, if you tra- if you had a transcript of it, because we're trying to submit for awards. And exactly what you two said. Uh, you know, you were interviewing me, but when they went into building that exhibit, Pieces of Now, the sentiment, the feelings that they wanted to get was exactly what you all um, verbalized. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, uh, I mean, I can get you a file of either the audio file or just whatever you need. Just let me know. Yeah. Okay, we'll do. But we're going to submit for an award uh, because you guys en- encapsulated the that's reason great. for that that's, exhibit. Yeah, that's so. awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. All right. But, I, hey, thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Devin. Uh, I've held you up um, yeah. for long Pleasure enough. to be here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Roger Dawson, curator of education. This has been History Notes. Tune in next time. You've been listening to History Notes, a product of the Education Department of the Greensboro History Museum. Just as you visit it for this podcast, continue to go to www.greensborohistory.org and select the Discover and Learn tab to listen again or learn more about many other subjects. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please stop by the museum when you can. We're located at 130 Summit Avenue, Greensboro. Hours vary, so visit our website or call 336-373-2043 for details. Once again, thank you, and keep tuning in to History Notes.